<clears throat> Hello and welcome to the very first episode, the premiere, the numero uno of your wrestling entertainment and oh, fuck, I just <laughs> And welcome to the very first episode of Cactus Elbow Hangover. My name is Ann Hobbs. I'm a hip-hop artist and wrestling enthusiast. Joining me in the studio here in Denver, Colorado is my man Two-Ton21. What's up? Independent wrestler. Former independent wrestler. Former. Long time ago. Now wrestling critic. And joining us live via satellite in Lincoln, Nebraska, by way of the Windy City, we have our man Maurice Chanel. What's up, Reese? What up, what up? So, uh, yeah. Welcome, everybody. Uh, we, uh, we are fans of wrestling, and we decided that uh, we, we needed to have our voices heard, give you guys a little extra entertainment on top of the entertainment that you're already getting, because let's face it, we can never get enough. We have so many We can news. never get enough. Um, also, we really like to talk. So, um... <laughs> You guys are just hopefully going to have to deal with that with a smile. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, let's get moving. So my name's Ann Hobbs. Um, I have been a fan of wrestling for most of my life, uh, on and off. With me, uh, Josh and Reese, um, who this is the first time they've actually spoken together, um, which I think is going to be a lot of fun moving into this. We get some uh, really interesting opinions and commentary going on. Um so let's get to know the cast. Uh, Reese, why don't you start start us off? Tell us a little bit about yourself, buddy. Well, as you stated, I am from the Windy City. I am, as well, a uh, huge wrestling fan. I've been this way for years. I've been to a, a couple of WrestleManias in my lifetime and been going to indie circuit uh, wrestling as well, got into New Japan and all this old school stuff, me and... Uh, well, me and my best friend for a good long while. Um, it's just been kind of continuing in my adulthood, you know. So, um, also, also, I get, I'm really excited for All In as well. I get, I got. Oh man, know. yeah, yeah. So you 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 said you <laughs> scored tickets to that? Yeah, um, a good buddy of mine. Uh, he purchased quite a few uh tickets um like a, a row of tickets and i'm trying to see how many that he actually purchased so oh, that's hot. but yeah definitely that's excited for that you hear that Matt mania <laughs> <laughs> we gotcha no that, uh, shout out to mega ran and our our friends down in the phoenix arizona area Matt mania podcast shout out to t call uh shout out to t call um <laughs> Yeah, so Mr. Wessner, yeah. uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm uh, 41. I'm a Libra. I like uh, rainy nights and long walks on the beach. And uh, when I was in my 20s, I did uh, a little bit of independent wrestling. Um, not a lot because that shit hurt. And uh, I'm now in my 40s and I have a bad back because of it. Uh, so I'm kind of glad I got out when I did. It was uh, It was rough. And anybody that says that wrestling is fake deserves a fat slap in the jowls and um uh so now i'm uh you know a a great armchair wrestler i like to watch the matches and talk about all the shit they're doing wrong uh i openly <laughs> hate on roman reigns he is uh he is the cancer that is uh ruining professional wrestling um and uh i'm of the opinion that vincent man needs to retire uh and I, f I feel like that's a good place to start that's my whole platform right there guys <laughs> A good place to start. Vincent McMahon needs to retire. Man, well, goddamn. You know, I mean, it's it's a tough one. It's kind of the guy's blood. You know, um, I feel like, in a sense, he's the life force of that company. In another sense, maybe he needs to get a little more with the times. It's his. Come on now, it's his baby. He just it wants is. to take it with him as he's going down. Yeah, you know, and it might be true. It might be true. Like the final casket match, Vincent McMahon in the WWE versus the w <laughs> Now we're talking. Now we're talking. Um, if only we can make that happen. <laughs> Vincent McMahon versus the entire roster. Casket match. Casket match. Really, it could casket just be match. you know. It could be, you know, his retirement and The Undertaker's retirement, casket match, WrestleMania. 
Let's book it. Let's book it. Let's book it. Which one's going? Maybe they both go in the casket, you know? Though I gotta say, I gotta say, in, in Taker's defense, he was looking real good at at the the greatest Royal Rumble versus Rusev. I mean, in comparison to what I saw of him the year prior, like, dude was really moving for somebody his age. Um, I'm glad he did not kill Aiden English. Because um, that was... <laughs> That, let's be honest, that was an ugly tombstone. That tombstone was gross. Um, but. Yeah, it was very disgusting. If you rewind it in slow mo, you can actually watch the discs compress in Aiden English's uh, neck. Yeah, man, his head just bounced. Yeah. Whew. Whew. But. Didn't uh, make him a better singer, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, it did make him a worse rapper, though. Whew. Oh, anyway. Oh. <laughs> but, um. Um. Yeah, so so you know whatever. Maybe maybe he would look a little better than uh, than Vince in the ring. Maybe not. I don't know. Vince has I mean, a for a being a, for being one hundred and ten years old, Vince is still benching like three fifty. So you know. Yeah, for real. Like I don't want to meet Vince in a dark alley at all. Like the dudes. <laughs> no, he pretty much. The dude, mate. Go, go ahead. ahead. Sorry, my bad. I interrupted you. Go ahead. I was just gonna say. I mean, like you know. You know, we see all these magazine covers of him and, you know, and all these wonderful memes and gifs of his ridiculous, like, fetish with bigger and heavy set, uh, uh, larger muscly men. So, that's all I was noting. <laughs> he does like the big mans. He does. He does. As we uh, see Bobby Lashley's return. <laughs> uh, the props Bobby to Bobby Lashley's Lashley, return. you know. Denver, Denver born. <clears throat> You know, gotta gotta give it to the hometown love. Represent three hundred three. Represent. Just needs. To All right, go. listen, <laughs> Bobby. <laughs> While y'all giving him all this love, hometown love, and everything, I got some problems with Bobby and stuff, and how they have given how he has entered into WWE with no announcement, no nothing to like say that he's you know uh, like a story arc or anything. He was just there. And stuff, and you know, again, it's you know, I like Bobby Lashley. He can wrestle. I know he can wrestle, but like, come on, man, don't be the token black dude that just doesn't say anything and talks about his sister and family all the time. I'm tired of it. Yeah, you know, I, I will actually give you that, dude. It, it was the most like white bread <laughs> entrance that any fucking wrestler could get. You know, it's just like, hey, Bobby uh, Lashley's here. Woo! They, they uh, could have surprised us, dropped him into NXT, and then brought him back, you know, you know brought him up immediately. I don't even care. Shit, but. yeah. No, but they had to do that with EC3 instead, you know? They were like, well, well we got Lashley. Uh, we're just going to throw him in there. Hey, Sammy, why don't you get in the mic and uh, and then just bore us? Sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> that, you know, for what he was given, that actually, Sami Zayn's latest promo wasn't terrible. But uh, no, it, it wasn't at all. And he, um, but and I have to note that every time I see Sami's like, like you know, photo, it it makes me want to punch him in the face. I love Sami, <laughs> but I want to punch him in the face because he's playing the ska douchebag very well. Really he very well. Like he's so yeah. smug. And it's nice. Um, he he's, his heel turn has been a, a really refreshing, I think, uh, breeze for his character. Um, right. I, it makes him a hell of a lot more interesting to me. You know, not that he's always, he's been a stellar wrestler. Um, you know, his in ring performance is always really great. But uh, it's nice to have a little more meat to that story for sure. I I agree. And it's fun I to agree. watch him and Kevin Owens back together. You know, that's <laughs> that's, that's, that's always like just a really great combination. Uh, be they uh, against each other or on the same team. If we if we can't have mm. Owens and Jericho, at least we have. Yeah, no. Owens at at least Zane. we've got Zane and Owens. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> right, absolutely. Uh, I'm still I'm which, still hurting. I'm still hurting a little bit from the festival of friendship. That's, that's still pretty. <laughs> that's that's a tough one. That I, wound is know, fresh for me. Yeah, that's that's going to be I think in everyone's heart for a while. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's going to be buried in our hearts forever. <laughs> but um, from the ashes of that tragedy, uh, we do get now, uh, moving totally to another platform, um, Jericho versus Naito in New Japan coming up for Dominion. And that is going to be nuts. Dominion nuts. as card as a whole oh, is yeah. going to be utterly insane. It's beautiful. 
Oh, it's just so delicious. I just <laughs> want more. I just want more of it. If you're a single uh, platform... A... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Sorry. No, no, I was just saying that I'm really excited. As you can tell, I'm really excited for it. And, you know, I, it, I think it's going to be a lovely card. I'm not going to be able to watch it at the time that it starts. However, you know, um, get off of work and finally get to sit down and watch it with a bunch of buddies and everything. I, I think that's going to be... I think it's going to be an excellent card. I'm really psyched up for it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. And watching watching Jericho just jump out of a crowd, like, kind of out of nowhere. Um, right. In a lucha mask, again, and uh, and hit somebody <laughs> with a ring bell. That, that was beautiful. It's beautiful. Um, you know, we talked about the long game. <laughs> we saw him We right. saw him show up in, in Wrestle Kingdom. Right? And, and uh and dude attacks Naito. I'm sorry, this was this was a New Year's Dash, right? Like right after Yeah, that was New Year's Yeah, that was New Year's Dash. Right after Wrestle Kingdom. And then we just don't hear from Jericho again for like what, four months? Dude shows up at the Greatest Royal Rumble for like ten <laughs> minutes. The greatest house show ever. <laughs> That's what it's called. <laughs> Oh, I have a headache. Man, well, I mean, especially that front row. Like, watching the front row just, like, get up and move around. And, like, that just, I think it was really jarring, especially for, you know, a a more Western audience. Um, Right. Or even Eastern audience. I mean, if you watch New Japan, like, those dudes are fucking glued to their seat, like, from bell to bell. Well, they are respectful. They're, They're respectful, and they don't own the country. And, you know, I guess, I guess that's where we're at. We're getting off topic. I, I feel like, well, as long as we're off topic, <laughs> yeah, though, fuck I, it. Yeah, I, let's, I, let's I, go with it. <laughs> we're already in the river. Let's just keep swimming. Uh, I, I feel like, <laughs> to your point, Japanese fans are maybe the only fans in the world that really see professional wrestling as the art form that it is. Um, it's not sports. It's not, you know, uh, it, you know, talk about wrestling is fake, whatever. It's, it's, it's not a competition, surely. But it is trained performers who train not only their bodies but their you know uh they 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 learn how to cut promos they learn the psychology of the ring and they put all that together you know five ten minutes at a time to to make people happy and this is this is high drama this is high theater in my mind and outside of japan you don't see it getting that kind of respect and that makes me sad and and i'm looking forward to the day when we have, you know, like WrestleMania directed by Martin Scorsese, you know, not, not a film, but we actually start bringing in like, you know, film directed production. Yeah. Yeah. Like just stepping it up a little more, you know, to, to, to give it that like more, I I mean, I guess, you know, to Reese's point, give it less of that house show feel and more of like a production. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I feel like, you know, New Japan kind of really hones in on that in-ring production. You know, like the in-ring drama. I agree you with get that. you get like the end, the end of the event, like promo cuts. But most of that like energy and the story is always told in the ring. I feel like a lot of times, you know, we see American wrestling promotions not really do that. Um, yeah. And, you know, you think, um, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, oh, sir, go um, ahead, you're good. And and some people maybe call that smarky, because uh, they like to watch big dudes beat the fuck out of each other, but, hey, you know, even, even like, this this last week we had Finn Balor and um, Braun Strowman team up, right? And Braun Strowman right. picks up Finn Balor and throws his ass on top of on top of his opponent uh which was Dolph Ziggler Ziggler, right yeah and and then it you know it's like Finn gives him the look like oh my god I don't believe you did that and and Strowman's just like get up you're fine (laughs) it's just perfect like it's that kind of promo that I like to see and I feel like more of that it would be just beautiful in the WWE I think it'd add a little and on and on a side note, and just in the context of that, uh, on a side note, I don't know why, but I am gravitated towards a feud between Strowman and McIntyre. Oh, yeah. Drew McIntyre, man. What a 
just a, a man who has transformed himself and looks utterly scary. He a does. Giant. He's just giant a, a Scottish wrecking man machine, just, man. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Oh, <laughs> dude is a beast. I, like, mad props I, to that guy. Mad props to him. Like. I sat there and was like looking at him, and I was like, and he's like so just right on the like uh, at like Braun Strowman's like forehead, like the height level of him. And I'm like, dude, I want this match. I, I, I they haven't given me anything. I just want this match now. Right. So, and all you needed was was like five minutes. You know, maybe yep. not even that. Like the two minutes of of what watching McIntyre get in the ring and fucking eye down Strowman, you know, like yeah, I want that yeah, guy man. calling my shot. <laughs> I would, I would much rather see that than than say uh, what our feud of Daniel Bryan and um, <clears throat> the big man and big Cass, big Cass, like you know, I, his. Oh, but did did you catch SmackDown though? I did, and and you know, if if we're just gonna watch like. Daniel Bryan make Big Cass's bitch like every episode. I'm okay with that. Like actually, I really enjoy. Um, that's what. That's what I'm saying. They're, they're, that's like, the payoff. It's like yeah, right. like he's not gonna take that bullying anymore. He's just. It's the truth. It's the truth. And it, it you know, watching that is nice. But at the same time, uh, I'd really like to see Cass kind of up his game on his mic skills. You can tell he's working on it. He's just you, you know, know it's, it, he's, he's just getting, rough all around and stuff. Yeah, he, he's rough around yeah, the edges. He, uh, and he, he, I feel like this was just I a think weird he, feud to bring him back in. Uh, you know, that's yeah. I think that he just needs to up his move set a little bit, and you know, stop with the whole big man. You know, it just gets tiresome hearing the same thing. You know, we've seen it with Big Show, we've seen it with Kane, we've seen it with the Undertaker. Every big man that comes in who are really really tall. Vince McMahon in, needs know. to retire. This is why. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know it, that's that's a good point. Um, it, it is like it, it, or at least like they need to get some new writers in there that's that are like writing something a little more fresh, you know, than yeah, than, than just rehashing the same story. You know, like these guys get paid to sit around and write a wrestling story. Uh, <laughs> I would love to get paid and write a wrestling story. I'm shocked that they're still getting paid to just write the same wrestling story over and over again. Blows my mind. I mean, I agree. Blows my mind. But, you know, that being said, it's it's wrestling, and people really, in large part, are watching it for the action. Um, and uh, sometimes the story just doesn't matter. We, as fans that watch a lot of wrestling, I guess, get a little more criticky because we get bored. <laughs> you know, like, mm -hmm. that's, that's what it comes down to. I don't want to have to skip matches because it's boring to me. I want to, like, watch a whole show. Well, I mean... We have a filler, like, you know, there's a difference between the lot, like, you know, the TV shows and stuff that they have to actually record, and then, you know, us going to it live at a big event and stuff, like, you know, for say, you know, I went to Dragon's Gate quite a bit and stuff, and those were really good shows in Chicago mm -hmm. for a while, so, um, you know, there's just those, it's a really, I, you know, I didn't see it before for a long time, but, you know, there is a massive difference between the indie crowd our, our indie crowd and the regular wrestling crowd that just comes in for the entertainment, you know, or like, you know, in this, in some cases here in Lincoln, John Cena, like people just want to see John Cena, even though sometimes he's not even named on the card at all to be there. And they yeah. have signs of it. <laughs> like <laughs> no, That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. That's totally legit. You know, it, it, it is a difference. And, uh, you know, it, and also I guess as, as like 30 to 40 year old men, um, we, it's it's good to keep in mind that a lot of this story is written for children, and right, you know, like uh, maybe we're not the target audience anymore, and that's okay. Um, Agree. You know, like the the magic for kids should always be there, and I guess some of that it's understandable, but they need to redundancy. Yeah, maybe. But we all know they need to tailor to you know the you know to what the crowd's doing. They are going to get more money. They want to get those kids in, but they're going to get more money from people who have already been there and like or been funneling them and stuff, going to the shows constantly and everything. Not the you know average fan, but you know that can go both ways. It's true. And something else that you know is is always good to remember is that when you when you have a guy like Cena who 
you know, and there will always be a guy like Cena, the guy who toes the company line and is very much about the respect and the tradition and 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 the fans and you know it was it was you mean his yard? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the thing to remember is that when you have a guy like Cena, who the kids love, uh, the company's going to make a ton of money because the kids love John Cena. The company is also going to make a bunch of money because there are so many people that hate John Cena. Mm-hmm. Whether people love him or hate him, the company wins. Their their worst fear is that they're creating characters that nobody's going to give a fuck about. Because nobody's going to spend any money to see a character they don't give a fuck about. That's true. Agreed. It's true. People love to hate. Yeah, I completely understand that. That You know, from that view especially, too. So, yeah. Like, as much as I hate hate Roman Reigns as a wrestler uh, when they were booking him against Strowman I was excited because I was going to get to see Roman Reigns get the shit kicked out of him <laughs> yeah so they're getting my money even though I hate this character um, right you know anyway and, and and you know on the Roman note I know a lot of people give him hate and stuff you know I and I've always noted that, like especially some of my friends that come over to watch the shows and everything they really really hate him and I'm like okay come on guys like you know he just to be honest let's ease off the man he has put produced on matches he has produced in feuds yeah his microphone things are a bit you know iffy it, it, it's it's rough <laughs> But but I, I give the man credit. After watching him take on AJ, what, like a year ago or so, I was sold on him and stuff. I was hating him up to that point where I was like, okay, you know, the man can work. He can work. Yeah, I'd give you that. Can he can. Know? <laughs> can <he know? laughs> I, I tr- I'm trying to give him, like, a chance as a person. <laughs> <laughs> and not trying to give him a chance as Vince's go-to boy. Like I really, yeah. really hate how they've sold him to us. Like That's he's true. not like you. You shouldn't have given him him to us like that and stuff. There was no reason for it and stuff. And then on top of that, with Backlash and Samoa Joe, oh, and, man, and that Roman, was just so weird. It, it, it's but it was just like the main event like I gotta agree with a lot of people on this the main event is this and not the belt yeah I know that the I get that the ending of Shinsuke and AJ was gonna if it was gonna be that ending you know it was gonna be kind of like you know wishy-washy for the for the end of the pay-per-view but come on Roman didn't deserve that Joe didn't deserve that loss no he didn't need that loss (laughs) <laughs> now that you know, and I, I really feel like that was kind of a result of them doing these, you know, like the last minute shakeup stuff. Yeah, you know, like they they kind of plan a storyline for somebody, and then they're like, eh, you know, we're gonna go this way instead, and and then you get the this like one pay per view where they're kind of uh, you've got these matches that don't even make sense anymore. You know, um, right? Like what what was the what was even the point of that match? <laughs> you know, like... But uh, other there, than Joe cutting a killer promo, I there mean, was no point. L- l- <laughs> Joe can cut a promo for anything. You know, like, let's start using Joe to cut better... Like, like let's let's just write better stories for Joe. You know, like, let's Agreed. let's stop having him cut these killer promos and then having him, like, having him lose after having to carry a match. Um, right. You know, and that wasn't even Reigns' fault. I'm sure there was somebody speaking into the air being like, yeah, just, you know, headlock for five minutes. That's what everybody wants <laughs> to see. Um, and, I mean, at least he tried to get some variety in those headlocks. <laughs> um, but, but goddamn, yeah, that, that, like, why why put that at the end of a pay-per-view? And yeah, why, why shouldn't have, have given it... Why he have, shouldn't have gotten it at all. Yeah, and and like the match before that didn't make any sense either. Like none of it made sense to me. Um, as far as like the placing, you know, like I think they have this this unspoken or maybe highly spoken rule in the back that Raw is the flagship, and so uh. that's gonna headline. Um, and that's that's weak sauce, man. Another like, reason that Vince McMahon needs to retire. Show enough. Um, Everybody knows the flagship has been so bad, much better. I know, you know, and I feel like I feel like your your average fan is going to agree with that. Yeah, Um, yeah, you know, but but what do you do? 
uh, money's money, and and the people who own the company own the company. They call it shots. Agreed. Until Agreed. they decide not to, um, and and hopefully we get Triple H to to bail us out eventually. Oh, <laughs> uh, he's done, he's made some questionable calls too. Don't mind yeah, that. Yeah, you know that is <laughs> that is true. That's true. He's made some questionable calls, but he has he has really like spearheaded a lot of movement in that company in a direction that I enjoy. Um, gotcha. And you know now now we've got Joe on SmackDown, and I I feel like he should have been there in the beginning. Yes. Uh, there are so many feuds we can see, you know, with him moving forward. Um, like an yeah. actual championship run, jeez, right? Yeah, Can't like we? get get that man a belt and let him just shove <laughs> it in people's faces for a while. Let's let's see that. I want to see that. Um, right. You know, get Paul Heyman involved a little more. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Paul Heyman's just accepting the Brock Lesnar checks that he deserves. Yeah, so. yeah. That's the truth, though. That's the truth. And he doesn't deserve those checks. Um, Every single cent that he gets, he deserves. Yeah. Yeah. God bless Paul Heyman. God bless God Paul Heyman. God bless Paul Heyman. <laughs> oh, man. The greatest promo cutter <laughs> in the history of promo cutters. Nobody. Right. There has never... And, and, I mean, you can talk about Dusty. You can talk about Bobby DeBrain. You can talk about... Talk about anybody you want. There has never, ever, ever been a mouth in wrestling like Paul Heyman's. Period. <laughs> Amen. King of the promos. A- Amen. Amen. So uh, I feel like maybe we should move into some matches. What do you guys think? Yeah, let's get the rolling. So right now we're starting with Kushida <laughs> versus Will Ospreay. This is for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship, the current IWGP champion being Will Ospreay. But why is Kushida all taped up? They are oh, they're both, both all taped, taped up, up like a motherfucker. Yeah, they are. Um, leading up to this match was the road to wrestling Dontaku, and uh, both of these guys took a lot of punishment. Um, they're almost now. Thank God, thank God, Will Ospreay is all right. I will never ever want to see him take his head off again in that Marty Scroll match. Oh, dude, like, like that was—I just—I didn't that see that match, things, but, but I saw like a highlight of that hit and almost threw up. That was yeah, just man, one of the worst things was, I've ever seen. Like, uh, buddy, your shooting star presses are stellar. Please don't break your neck. Though. Please, please don't we, die. We right. want to watch you wrestle for a long time. Um, amen to youth. Big <laughs> shout out. Big shout out. To you. <laughs> Right. <laughs> uh, so, leading up to this match, to for for anybody who doesn't follow or or wasn't involved at all in this, um, Will Osprey has a very poor record against Kushida. Um, I think that he is like four and one, something like that, and uh, he he's come to the decision or made the decision that. Uh, he needed to verify it wasn't a fluke. So after winning against um, Marty Skrull, he called out Kushida um, in the ring. Kushida was announcing on the Japanese table and accepted, which gives us this match. These two always put on a really great match, in my opinion. Like, I think these two guys are really just kind of the highlight or, 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 or definition of, of what the, the junior heavyweight is all about. Um, the the it, technical stuff that's going on in, in the first part of this match is just, it's super juicy. I, I'm loving this. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just so fluid, man. Um, you know, they're both very talented technical wrestlers. Um, both of them kind of have, like, the catch-style background um, from training in England um and then Kashida's you know got an MMA background as well and Osprey is is obviously famous for his high flying um they put let on us never for, let let us never forget that Kashida is trained by Tajiri no shit Tajiri I actually oh my god didn't where have you been brother huh. yeah well he left well he was in 205 right and then and then he bailed which well, he well I mean, Tajiri already had his own company as well in Japan that he was kind of running. So, yeah, he was there for briefly and then, you know, gone the mm-hmm. next minute and stuff to run his own company, which I can't even remember offhand right now. So, Yeah, we're going to have to look that up later. Um, 
But but you're not wrong, man. Like he, yeah, I I miss him. Ah, miss him. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. See, that that is one of my other like favorite things about New Japan is their use of the referee. Um, you know, as as all, gl- like, all glory to Red Shoes. All glory to all Red glory. Shoes. Um, Red Shoes' son now is in the New Lions, which is pretty exciting. I love watching these two wrestle, man. Like, I think Kushida might might be my favorite. Uh, in the, the junior heavyweight division right now. And really? has been for a while. Oh, man, I love watching that guy wrestle. He's just so much fun. Um, I think he sells really I, well, and just, like, I like his style. Yeah. I absolutely love uh, Takahashi. Oh, Takahashi's a lot of fun, too, man. The ticking time bomb Dude, is, is very That man is... He's just doing such crazy moves that are blowing my mind. That senton to the outside yeah. of the ring is the scariest thing I ever witnessed. Like yeah. people doing, I'm like, what if nobody catches you? You just, <laughs> oh, you, you just gonna you, you just laying fl- you just laying flat on that mat and stuff with a huge smack. Oh, dude, I don't want to see you die, man. For my entertainment, please live. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's just the disclaimer for the entire junior weight division. You know, junior heavyweights. You know, a lot of these guys are just damn near suicidal. About, it's about to murder each other. <laughs> yeah, not even each other. It's like themselves, you know? Like, right. Damn. Um, yeah, mad props for these bumps. Like, the only thing scarier is watching fucking Kenny Omega jump to the, like outside of the ring over the rail to whoever's standing in the crowd you know like <laughs> that that gets me every time every time yeah yeah that is uh kind of scary from omega i'm still curious we need to have that you know I- ibushi uh match versus omega and stuff like I, I you know they've stated that they may kill each other if they ever had a match again and i'm yeah. actually i don't want it to, to happen but i kind of want to witness it like that's, that's i don't fair. know <laughs> Absolutely, man. No, I want to see it, and I have a, I have a feeling, um, depending on what happens at, at Dominion, we might get to see that match, and it might be for the heavyweight title. Oh, God. And that would be glorious. Um, oh, so, do you, so you actually think that Omega is going to take think, it from Okada? I think Okada. it's possible. I think it would be a weird route to go with the storyline that they're trying to do with Golden Lovers, um, which is really the thing that's holding me back on it. Um, right. But that being said, I don't know. I mean, this also might be the great the great chance to to have another, like, Cody ultra heel moment. That, that is very true. Uh, so, uh, shout out to Cody for oh, being such a great heel right now. Holy shit. I hate yeah. you. I hate you. <laughs> so one of the other reasons that I wanted to watch this match is because... Osprey has a new finisher. Um, ah, yes. Which I can't remember the name of. I want to say it's like the Stormbreaker or or something like that. Yeah, I think it was. Is, I think you're it, right on the money because it sounds like it was Thor-like. Yeah. People like when somebody said it. So. So I, I watch a match that's that's this technical and and this good. This match is fantastic so far. And. I kind of lament that I don't see, matches this technical happening in America. And I wonder if it's because American audiences wouldn't appreciate it, or if because we just don't have this kind of talent on this side of the pond. Well, you know, I'll say this. Uh, WrestleMania weekend, <laughs> I heard nothing but great matches happening on a more technical standpoint as well um, that were coming out of progressive and uh, pro- progress and... Um, Evolve and other little indie shows that were happening during around, uh, during and around that time. Right. So I thought I think like you know we I think we have it in in the indie circuit, but we just don't have it on the main stage, which is the main stage gets you know a lot more play mm-hmm. and a lot more more eyes are on it and mm-hmm. stuff because you know you gotta fill that time in those indie matches, of course. So that's yeah. fair. That's you know, fair. And, it, and it's like you used to. You kind of see the technical stuff with, like, Daniel Bryan. You kind of see it sometimes with Samoa Joe. Like, 
they used to have him doing all those chain submissions, you know, like out of nowhere, you know, all the time. And now it's it's just like the Coquita Clutch, which is right, which is kind of lame, you know. And I, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind seeing some of that variety. Hashtag um, bring back the Muscle Buster. They oh. talked about the Muscle Buster. They they actually brought it up and said the name. Which is the first right. time I've heard them like ever talk about him doing the muscle buster thus far since he's made main roster. Hmm. So uh-huh. I'm hoping that that means we're gonna see it soon because that really is one of my favorite finishers in professional wrestling. Like, oh my god, it's just so brutal. So brutal. Agreed. It, it does look brutal. Um, and surprisingly, we'll never ever see the GTS again because of what Hideo yeah. accidentally did. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, Oops. I don't know whose fault w- that was, but I think I personally think it was Brian Kendricks, but whatever. It, it could have been. Uh, but, you know, yeah, I know the GTS is dangerous, but to take a full, like, for Brian Kendrick, a legend in this business as well, take a full brunt of that, that knee and stuff, like, and I mean, he, like, literally bent into that. Yeah, it, it, was, it was brutal. It was. I, I want to point out, um, Totally off topic, but getting back to this match, the hesitation oh, yeah. dro- at dropkick of Will Ospreay is so beautiful. It's really nice. It's one of my <laughs> favorites. Really, really in the nice. Business, you know, like, and <laughs> to follow it up with a standing uh, shooting star press is is also really gorgeous. Um, right. I'm bummed out. So many people are using the shooting star press, only because it's one of my favorite moves, and it's just like. It's getting a little watered down. You know, though, like, there, there are like five or six wrestlers in this promotion alone that seem to bust it out at least twice a match. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, and there, there are variations, but at the same time, like, we get that it's, it's complicated and you guys can do it. Like, let's, you know, let's get some other variety in there. I don't know. Uh, you know, in a, in a list of, like, I don't know, uh, over a gajillion wrestlers in this world. You know, the movesets kind of, you know, get, I don't know, like, it's kind of hard to say. Like, you know, every some people do a shooting star press cleanly, and that's very impressive, but some people just... <laughs> they make okay, it okay, okay. okay. Oh. <laughs> Shout out to Botchamania for making me realize how many people do crappy, crappy shooting star press. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Like, Shout out to Botchmania. You guys uh, really do give us some <laughs> some wonderful highlights that we do appreciate. That was a nice German suplex. Oh, I mean, you know, we had a couple of high spots here, and then we're right back into the technical stuff. Um, I'm saying that's such a that's good why match. I love watching these guys, man. They they always can they, they can just do whatever they want. You know, it it, it doesn't matter what what style of wrestling it is. Mm-hmm. Both of these guys are fluent in pretty much anything you could throw out there. They'll, you know, match each other elbow blows. They'll, you know, start getting the high flying on. It doesn't matter. Uh, you know, then suddenly Kushida's got you in in the surf or the hoverboard lock or or, or whatever. Like these guys are, are nuts. Um and I, I love <laughs> it. I, I love how how good they are and just um how well they're able to work together. Um, you know, you you have to wonder or, or think, like, if these guys aren't speaking fluent Japanese or English, like, the in-ring communication has to be that much harder. Um, but that they can work so well together on such a regular basis is is really impressive. Um, well, maybe you, maybe you, Josh, have a little more insight on this. But like, I, I think you know, wrestling is almost like an unspoken word in a way, and stuff. The way that some matches flow, like oh, yeah. some people just know how to like communicate without communicating mm-hmm. their next move and stuff. And the other wrestler gets it and stuff. You see that a lot and stuff. Where you know, especially in this instance where Kushida, like Will was running to the to the other rope, and then Kushida does a standing, you know, leg spring. I don't even know what you want to call that. Um, and, and then, like, you know, how you make that call on the fly, other than knowing the fact that he's gonna do it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's you know? just just kind of that unspoken thing. I, I will say, in in my experience, which admittedly is is limited. I only did it for a couple of years. Um, yeah. There's very little unspoken. 
uh, most of it you you do call verbally on the fly. I think there are, there are very rare occasions where you get two guys like this that know each other so well and are both just so so very well versed in the business and so very good at what they do Jesus that they can. Oh, let's just my let's God. just take a second. Uh, so he just did. Like, Kushida just did this somersault spring into a fucking DDT. Off the apron. Off of the apron onto the floor. Ugh. Like, Jesus Christ. R.I.P. Will Ospreay. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, the fact that this guy is. Gone neck too soon. Is, phew. Yeah. You know, the gift of youth, man. He's, the gift of youth. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I hope that this he guy. He might really like, be dead. That's. That's, that's that was yeah that's that was rough. amazing. That's rough. This guy did like five shows over uh, WrestleMania weekend, which is right in itself just totally and that, crazy. And that was after that gnarly, gnarly looking. Um, what was it? That, like a, that, it wasn't. It was a weird moon salt looking thing. I, yeah, I, I, well, I don't want to call it. it, it yeah, was called something. He he basically almost broke his neck on the. <laughs> on the outside of the ring and um and that that looked bad that was the marty scroll match um oh right and uh um, that was that was a brutal move too these two man like they just that, nice. that, that flop that Whew, flop yeah. there at the end good sell yeah oh we're running nice into springboard. The, the new japan issue of you have it full screen well we are going to start making the shit pods <laughs> yep do you run into that Oh yeah, okay. definitely. Okay, like that—that's one of my least favorite things about this fucking site. But you know, one day, yeah. one day it's gonna get better. I think it already is better from what it was a year ago. So, you know. hell, it's a five times better. I mean, we—I mean, look at all the content of wrestling that we have nowadays. Oh, I know it's, it's just fucking cr- oh, what the insane. fuck Christ. was that? Did you watch wow, that? Wow, a spinning flapjack. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was cool. <laughs> that was. Stupid innovative. Tosses I can't up. say I've ever yeah. seen. I, I don't. I don't know what I expected. I don't know how I expected that move to end, but that wasn't it. <laughs> that that caught me flat-footed. That was really beautiful. Whew. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just mean, but it keeps going. Oh, he caught him again. Yeah, he did. That cheeky Nando's kick is <clears throat> really oh. uncomfortable. Oh, 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 uh, oh, like I just—I feel like breathing in that position alone has to be really uncomfortable. It probably doesn't help when someone's kicking you repeatedly in the face and head. Yeah, no, no. And then it's like anytime you do breathe, you're just smelling fucking Will Osprey's sneaker as it's like shoved forcefully into your nostril. Whew! Oh, oh, oh he's getting shaky. Uh, what are we gonna do? Are we gonna get some four fifty? Sick- oh, yeah. there, there it was. There it was. Nice landing. Oh, good ring awareness. Look at the look. That face is Look at the face. Better. Yeah. Osprey <laughs> Not as good as Kevin faces. Owens. <laughs> Kevin Owens' faces are so amazing. Oh, man. When Kevin Owens put that one finger on the rope oh, that was, at WrestleMania, just, that was it, it was just classic. Things, dude. Like, oh, yeah. They, he, he really knows how to, like, just the small details to stick at home. One, of, one of the details. many reasons why Kevin Owens is my, my freaking hero. It's yeah. just... The guy gets it. He does. He does. You know, this past Monday, he put on two really good matches. Um, and that was impressive. You, you know? It's, yeah, right. I'm glad that they're giving guys like like Owens and Seth Rollins and, uh, you know, Daniel Bryan, like, these opportunities to wrestle for, like, an hour. You know, like, like really just go out there and, um, you know, just show the world, like, yeah, I can do this literally all day. <laughs> you know, like, right. bring it. Um, well, that's what made, you know, AJ versus Nakamura at WrestleMania slightly d- disappointing, you know? so Yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, it wasn't long enough, and I felt that it should have... Ah, I'm not about to get into that, yeah, damn it. No, we'll, we'll save that. We can, we can let that just be, like, its own thing. That might have to wait for next episode. Um, right. Yeah, I feel like I feel like in terms of that feud, we're 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 only on the soup course. You know, we still have yeah, we still have the entree and you know the uh, <clears throat> the palate cleanser and the dessert and the the fruit course. 
and, you know, <laughs> there's a fish course in there, so I don't fucking know. But I, I think that... It's like a four-hour-long Jewish meal. As, I mean, that's basically what's happening. Um. Well, I'm hoping at Money in the Bank they give us what we want, really. Oh! Ooh, yeah, that was right on his head. <laughs> wow. Ooh, rest in peace, Kishina. Dead. That was, um, that was payback right there. But uh, you're not wrong. I, I mean, I will, I will say, I, I think the disappointment from WrestleMania. Ooh. Jesus Christ, that was such a mean thing. That's like a, a, a Spanish, like a standing Spanish fly DDT. And right, that a was, Spanish fly DDT. Wow. And that was right on the center of his head. Is it um, my imagination, ouch. or has there been a trend lately of guys really, really working snug on their DDTs? Oh yeah. Yeah, and I I think that's on both ends, you know, like they're really trying to sell those, and um, yeah, Seth Rollins. I gotta give Seth Rollins his credit. Um, he's taking DDTs. He took a DDT from the Miz and one time one time, and then took a DDT from Seth uh, from um, Kevin Owens, and both of them were clean, like just straight on, uh, like on it, on yeah. straight up body vertical up mm-hmm. in the air on the from the mat and just flat on the ground. I'm like, that's that's how you take a DDT. Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't walk anymore, but here's your trophy. Yeah, <laughs> you know. And then we get this, you know, again to talk about the versatility of these two wrestlers specifically. Osprey now they're just going straight strong style and just. Hitting the shit out Kicking of each other. and Jesus. And it doesn't look like they're... <laughs> Dude, these repeating <laughs> kicks for Will Ospreay, though. Like, <laughs> oh, it is back. It's back from Kushida. That's uh, beautiful. This is just... Back and forth. Yeah, It's this wonderful. Is, this um, is the dance. You know, and it's like, I... I feel like I wouldn't be upset watching either of these guys versus Minoru Suzuki. And they could... Oh, that baseball punch. Oh, my God. I just, I, I'm so respectful of the fact that these it. guys have been going for over 20 minutes now. And I've seen a couple of moments where, oh, my God. Right, that. just. A couple of moments where they slowed down to catch their breath. But, I mean, for a 20-minute match, these, these two are going harder than just about anybody I can think of would be going after a 20-minute match. And that's what I like to see. Right. You know, and... It's like, I feel like WWE is starting to get it in the fact that they're giving performers longer matches. Yes. But Well, I mean, they have to get it. They have no choice oh, in this Yeah, matter. no, not anymore, like, you know? And, um, but, but I feel like the issue is they're like, yeah, just take it easy out there for that 20 minutes, you know? Like, milk that time. And it sucks. Like, these guys have, <laughs> have filled that, like, spot with, no, almost nonstop action, oh, you know, shit. and it, it's just dear Will Osprey flipping Kushida off was not the smart decision. <laughs> not at all. Not, not the, the way to repeated, repeated stumps. Oh lordy! Oh, oh he has a great hesitation drop kick. drop kick too. Like two of two of the best in the biz, in my opinion. Uh, though, mad props to the Miz for like really starting to master that shit. Um. I feel like him mocking Daniel Bryan was one of the best moves he could have made for his career. <laughs> and like, Absolutely. And like taking that move set and just kind of modifying it a little bit was was great. Whew, Ooh, Oz Cutter from the top rope. Yeah. Nice. Oh, is he going to do it? Okay. It is the Stormbreaker. That's what this is called. Wow. Jeez. And you know, I got to say that that is like that is a finisher, I think, fitting of where Osprey is now. You know, like... Right. Like, I, I feel like the Os Cutter is a cool move, but compared to all the other shit he does leading up to the Os Cutter, it just is kind of lackluster now. Um, <laughs> like, he outgrew his finisher, you know, with just his normal moves. Right. It's magic. That was a really good match. It's a super good match. Um, and you know, I just I can't express enough how excited I am for the best of the Super Juniors coming up um, this weekend. Right, starting on the 18th, and uh, we've it's just going to be those kind of matches. I think at least we'll get two of that quality a week. Oh, we got a lot of filler if you looked at the at the card. Uh, yeah, there's <laughs> there. You're you're not wrong. There are a lot of matches. 
Um, but we've got some cool Ring of Honor like uh, competitors this time around, and uh, yeah. I think we have like two CMLL guys coming. Like I want to say, Dragon Lee's gonna be in it again. Yeah, and, definitely uh, Dragon Lee. There was somebody else, and now I don't remember who it was, but. Oh, and by the way, um, I think Dragon Lee and Takahashi are going to murder each other one of these days. Dude, that rivalry is (laughs) one of the things I look forward to every year. Um, Those guys, dude, it's going to happen this year again, and we're going to—it's going to someone's going to die. It's just going to happen. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you have the balls to go into CMLL, uh, I guess you know you've got to use that all the time, (laughs) right? Because you earned it. Oh, and um, also, additionally, um, I'm really excited to see Cien <coughs> Almas. Oh, dude, to, to Andrade made his, his debut against a jobber, and it was yep. everything you'd think it would be. Um, he he jobbed the shit out of that guy, and it was great. <laughs> he jobbed uh, the shit out and, of that guy. And, <laughs> uh, you know, having Zelina Vega with him to work the mic, I think, was really one of the best ideas that they could have come up with. Um Hey, his NXT run as a champ and stuff was really good. Was Those Gargano great. matches are one of the best match, some of the best matches we've had this year. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, that's that's no lie. So I'm excited to see what he get. Like watching him and and Styles or Nakamura or really like in a, a lot of the the, the SmackDown roster. Um, those are going to be good matches. All right, guys, we have uh, hit our time for today. Thank you very much for listening to the very first premiere numero uno episode of Cactus Elbow Hangover. Signing off for Josh Wester and Christian All. My name is Ann Hobbs. Thank you all very much, and we will see you next time.